0: It's the last off day for your Minnesota Twins in the regular season before they wrap things up with six straight against the A's and the Rockies. Then things get real serious. But for now, we're going to take a look at the Angels series that was, the Rockies series that is coming up, and the A's before that. And then we'll take a look at what's happening around the league and how it pertains to the Twins. This is Locked On Twins. <laughs> you are locked on twins your daily minnesota twins podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day hello again and welcome back to locked on twins i'm your host brandon warren and you can find me on twitter though i don't think i would at brandon underscore w-a-r-n-e thanks for making locked on twins your first listen every day we're free and available wherever you get your podcasts as well as on youtube and of course we're part of the locked on podcast network your team every day as a reminder if you're on youtube please feel free to be active in the comments we love seeing those thumbs up hit that subscribe button and all that kind of fun stuff we love to interact with you also if you have questions for the show Send them to me on Twitter at Brandon underscore Warren or at Locked on Twins in the DMs. And also, too, we are going to be very, very busy with postcasts and a bunch of different stuff in the lead up to the postseason. And of course, in the postseason as the Twins knock on wood, advance, get rid of that losing streak and all that fun stuff. Today's show brought to you by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper Picks and you could win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions do apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. So run on over to Sleeper today and make sure you're in one of those states. Twins back in action on Tuesday. They're going to have the A's at Target Field. 640 first pitch. It's going to be Bailey Olber and Paul Blackburn. We'll talk more about that in our final segment in the seventh inning stretch. You can catch every pitch of the Twins Hometown Broadcast with Corey and Danny with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Twins. Now let's dive into our news of the day and how it relates to your Minnesota Twins. Um, Absolutely terrific game on Sunday for Ryan Jeffers, triple and a home run. And I think it's easy to lose sight of the fact that the Twins have a catcher hitting .270 with a .367 on base and a .474 slugging percentage. What I want to see is how that playing time is going to shake out in the playoffs because they've been kind of alternating every other. But Jeffers is very clearly better on the offensive side. Uh, Defensive side, I'm not really sure. It might be a pitcher's preference thing. I mean, again, like I've said, Christian Vasquez being on winning teams is not an accident. So we'll see how that goes. Also, Joe Ryan, really, really strong in the series finale, 10 strikeouts, no walks, uh, three earned runs and six innings. Kept the Angels in the ballpark, which is something we've been watching down the stretch. Did miss out on Chris Paddock because of the rain. We're getting some rain right now. It's been kind of a couple day sort of thing. But so Chris Paddock was, uh, Paddock, excuse me, was up and ready to go into the seventh. And then there was a 50 minute rain delay. Uh, So Floro and Cody Funderburk finished it off, but we'll get a chance to see Chris Paddock in this upcoming A's series. Looking more like an AL West team for the Twins in the postseason as of right now, it's the Astros with a number six seed. They're trailing Texas by two and a half and up one half game on the Mariners. Seattle uh, swept by the Rangers by a combined six runs in three games. And, you know, th- that's what's got Texas up now. And um, it's basically the difference in the division between those two teams with Houston sandwiched in the middle. But Houston swept by the Royals in Houston over the weekend by a combined four runs. So anytime you think that the Twins might be having trouble with some weaker teams, it's not unique to the Twins. Uh, Houston and Seattle tonight. Um, I want to make sure I have this exactly right because I know Luis Castillo is pitching, and I believe it's against Justin Verlander, which... Should be must-watch TV, no matter if you're a Twins fan, baseball fan, or otherwise, yes, uh, it's Verlander and Castillo. It's going to be an 840 first pitch in the central time zone, which is where we're at. Uh, Texas and the Angels, they got Patrick Sandoval going for the Angels and for Texas, it's John Gray, so another good game there. Um, certainly, Texas has to be loving the fact that they're facing an Angels team that is reeling coming out of Minnesota. And that Houston and Seattle will beat up on each other. So still a lot to sort out here, but pretty good chance that watching these games will get you a pretty good feel of who the twins are going to face in the postseason. Uh, so far, three teams on each side have clinched a spot. The Braves, Dodgers, and Brewers have playoff spots in the NL. Uh, first two have won their division. The Brewers' magic number is one. So That's coming up here very soon. And then on the AL side, it's the Orioles and Rays who have clinched playoff spots. But the Twins are the only division clincher. Uh, Orioles' magic number is four. Out West, Texas is five. So still plenty to play for for those teams. Over the weekend, Rocco Baldelli confirming what was kind of the worst-kept secret, that Pablo Lopez and Sonny Gray will start games one and two in the playoffs. Uh, Not necessarily in that order. But again, for my money, as I've said on the show, uh, that would be my order. So we'll see how it goes, how it shakes out. Um, do you want to give the veteran guy who has been around longer than number one, or do you want to give the guy who signed up for the next, you know, half decade here? Uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Luis rise battling an ankle injury in this, uh, he slipped on the dugout steps coming out during the closer entrance at his home ballpark. And it, uh, kind of the perils of having those lights out, things like we see for Joan Duran and uh, a lot of other relievers. So uh, we'll see what he can do for the Marlins. We're going to take a quick look here because I want to see what things are looking like for the Marlins. I don't have it off the top of my head, but we'll visit our friends at roster resource and yeah, 52% for the Marlins to make the playoffs. So again, this is crunch time for the Marlins and Luis rides does not appear like he's going to be able to help them. Uh little twin on twin violence on Sunday, Lamont Wade jr. Hitting a game tying Homer off Lance Lynn, uh, not exactly much suspense in these Dodgers giants series. This point of the season with the giants up uh, or eliminated the Dodgers up, but uh, who doesn't love again? Like I said, a little twin on twin violence. Uh, Carlos Rodon pitched. For the Yankees. And really, for me, the only thing I care about with Carlos Rodon was that when it appeared the Twins were going to miss out on Carlos Correa, I was hoping they would pivot to Rodon or Rodon beforehand, uh, depending on the timeline there. But uh, Rodon has made 13 starts this year and has an ERA of 5.74. So there's been injuries, there's been ineffectiveness. And honestly, uh, a strikeout per inning, he's not really blowing people away like he did with the Giants. So um, maybe the Twins dodged a bullet there. I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but, um, you know, we'll see what that entails. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez shuts down the A's. So the Twins are seeing the A's coming up here, but uh 2-0 win on Sunday. And I'm keeping an eye on Eduardo Rodriguez, and I'm going tell you why. Um, comes in, so 3-4-0 ERA, nice season, Chose not to be traded to the Dodgers. I think he's going to opt out of his deal with the Tigers. Uh, maybe he opts back in, or you know, signs back with them with the assurances of a longer, more lucrative contract. But uh, if the Twins are going to put down money on a pitcher this offseason, I feel like Rodriguez could be that guy. I think Aaron Nola is going to be too expensive. His stuff has been declining. Um, I think Sonny Gray might get a better deal. Than the Twins can offer. I'm not entirely sure, but I would say keep an eye on Eduardo Rodriguez, who was solid. Kyle Gibson beats the Guardians. The Orioles take two of three and inch ever closer to a division title. Uh, good for Kyle Gibson. You know, seven innings. He's got a 486 ERA, but 15 and nine record. So again, record not always going to tell you everything, but a uh, you know, nice little season for Kyle Gibson for an Orioles team. That is going places that same game. Tristan McKenzie made his return from the 60 day IL. And it was not pretty zero strikeouts in an inning and two thirds with six walks. He threw 52 pitches, 19 strikes. So not great. Uh, CJ Krohn going to the IL with lower back inflammation. Again, just underscores how terrible this trade deadline was for the angels. Um, the Angels did though, call up Carson Fulmer. Uh, the twins took Tyler J two picks ahead of him. And there was a lot of angst, like, Oh, you know, they could have had Carson Fulmer. Um, obviously Andrew Benintendi, the player picked between them would have been a much better move, but uh, Fulmer has a minus 1.3 baseball reference war. And Tyler J has never pitched in the major leagues. He's on the injured list with the Mets down in the minors. So, Would you rather have a guy who didn't make the big leagues or was worth minus 1.3 more? We're going to take a quick pause. When we get back here, we're going to talk about the Twins angel series. Twins taking two of three and splitting the season series with the Halos. But first, we do have to give our friends over at DoorDash a little bit of love. So if you're like me and you need fast food or food fast, I guess it could go either way. Um, DoorDash has been just a lifesaver for me. And I think it can be for you. And it's not just if you need to order, you know, a sandwich from your local spot or a slice of pizza or a whole pizza, if you're a guy like me. Um, But they do grocery delivery now too. Thousands of grocery stores to choose from. You'll find the best in your neighborhood, boost your local economy, With each and every order, you'll get exactly what you order or they make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries, produce, all that fun stuff. And it's just like you picked it yourself. If you want even more value, you can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. We have Dash Pass at my house. Incredible. Very much worth its uh, weight in gold. Pays for itself in no time if you're a family like us. And With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want them. So you can get 50% off your first DoorDash order, up to a $20 value when you use the code LOCKDOWNMLB at checkout. That's a limited-term offer and terms do apply, but that's 50% off. $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order. So when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store, enter that promo code LOCKDOWNMLB. Don't forget The code is locked on MLB, and you will get 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Okay, now we are back. We're into the bullpen. We are very pleased that you have made Locked On Twins your first listen every day. If you are an everydayer, we will have a postcast after Tuesday's game. Um, Twins and A's. It's going to be Bailey Ober and Paul Blackburn. Blackburn an all-star last year. Uh, We'll have more information on him and the pitching matchups coming up. But uh, if you want to catch that game with Corey and Danny, you can get the hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just search twins. When I look at this schedule down the stretch, the twins have six left with the A's and then they have the Rockies in Colorado. Uh, Neither of those teams have anything to play for. Both of those teams will finish the season with a hundred losses and the twins, I believe have the chance to push. um, I I thought I saw that the the Rockies next loss will be a hundred. So, you know, it'd be nice for the twins to face a couple of teams that are really, really struggling here. Um, I don't think it's unreasonable for the twins to win out that six straight wins. Yeah. Rockies 56 and 99 coming in to the series. So we'll see what happens there. But Um, if the twins can win out 89 and 73 remains within grasp, uh, their Pythagorean record is much better than their 83 and 73 record. I think it's, I want to say it's like 89 and 67, but either way, um, it's clear the twins have played at least a little better than their record indicates. Now, three games with the angels twins split the season series. They take two of three here to you know, offset dropping two of three out west. And I feel like I feel like the twins always struggle to go out west, kind of like I struggle to stay up when they go out west. But um game one, twins clinched the central in front of their home fans for the first time in four thousand seven hundred and fifty days. It's been over a thousand days since the twins have clinched a playoff spot, but again, they got to do it in front of their fans. For the first time since the inaugural target field season back in 2010, um, Twins offense piles on late. Uh, Pablo Lopez looked decent, not perfect, but Twins face an opener, did a good job to get to the guys after. Actually, I should be I should be careful. I want to make sure that I dictate this correctly. I believe, yeah, I was opener on Friday, and then, uh, yeah, Daniel threw 91 pitches as the bulk guy. Um Kind of the things that you're going to see here uh, moving forward from teams like the Angels who are out of contention. So we'll probably see, you know, some pretty wild pitching stuff from the A's and Rockies as well going down the stretch. Just uh, kind of keep trying to keep their rosters um, fluid and and find out what they have in some of these younger guys. Uh, Hangover day lineup, one nothing twins fall. Uh, I have to take credit because I tweeted during the celebration that the Andrew Stevenson leading off tweet for Saturday's game was going to go so hard. And even though, um, they faced Rosenberg, a lefty, uh, Kenny Rosenberg, um, that's still (laughs) what happened. I thought Stevenson maybe would hit lower because of his, uh, his handedness, but so much anyway, uh, twins have five hits on the day. Two for Farmer, two for Vasquez, and then Stevenson with one. But otherwise, uh, good start for Sonny Gray. Uh, eight strikeouts in six innings with one earned Rana Homer by Joe Adele. Uh, very curious to see how Joe Adele's career progresses, taken in the same draft as Royce Lewis. Um, it was a big-time prospect. Uh, they thought he could be part of a uh, tremendous trio with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Not looking like that so much anymore. And then yeah, Twins win on a rain-soaked Sunday, nine-three. Um, you know, again, like we said, solid start by Joe Ryan. Bullpen does their thing. Really impressed with Louis Varland to this point out of the bullpen. I think he's going to be a big asset for the Twins in October out of the pen. But we'll see what that looks like because there's still a lot of, um, you know, still a lot of clarity the Twins are looking for. They activated Paddock from the IL moved Giovanni Moran to the 60 to make roster space and then sent out Josh Winder. But with St. Paul's season ending on Sunday, there's still going to need to be some clarity on where Nick Gordon, Joey Gallo, and especially Byron Buxton fit here down the stretch. Also Brock Stewart, who um, I would assume is going to slot back into the back end of that bullpen. But again, there should be enough time to get those guys up and rolling. Byron Buxton did not, I repeat, did not play any time in the outfield, though. I think the plan or the hope was that he would um, get a chance out there, and it just never came to fruition. Saturday's game getting rained out, and Sunday he DH'd. So um, Angels in the series hit 255 691 OPS. Twins did a really good job of shutting them down. Um, yeah, 24 strikeouts, 16 walks for the twins over the three game set, uh, six or five by Davis Daniel, who was kind of left out to basically take that, uh, that game on the chin as the secondary, the bulk guy, um, behind Suarez. Uh, but other than that, you know, twins, four homers in the series, uh, this is just who the angels are right now. I mean, 5.7, 5.76 walks per nine. If you want to look at it, um, as a collective for the series, uh, not pretty whatsoever. Though uh for the Twins, Kyle Farmer with a tremendous series five hits to lead the team in fact um of the team's 22 hits, he had five, Jorge Polanco had three and then no other twin had more than two. Got homers from Polanco, Kiriloff, Jeffers and Kepler in all Twins again 16 walks gives them a 234 average, 357 on base and a 447 slug. So again, really good offensive series Four of the Twins, uh, 17 runs scored, but you'll take the components of uh, 8.03 OPS and 3.57 on base. Um, ordinarily, you'd like to push more runs across, but Saturday getting shut out with the hangover lineup, it, it kind of is what it is. Um, twins pitchers pitch 27 innings, strike out 36 batters, and walk just five. Really does a, a good job of conveying the different levels that these two teams are on when it comes to uh, quality of pitching the the angels just right now are, they're not in a good place and it's only going to get worse with Otani as far as we can imagine, um, you know, leaving via free agency and uh, wasn't going to pitch in the first place, even if he came back uh, as a hitter. So it's going to be curious to see how that off season goes, but for now, Yeah, it's a pretty good indicator of, um, you know, where the Angels are at this point relative to the Twins. Uh, At 70 and 86, it's kind of hard to believe that they ever fancied themselves as buyers in the first place. Um, We do have to talk about our friends at Sleeper. But first, I do want to say thank you for making us your first listen every day. Uh, again, over this week, we are going to have a lot of fun stuff in terms of playoff previews. I'm going to run down what my postseason roster would look like. And, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun this week. I'll be on with Sam Ekstrom. Also, to make sure you check out Locked on Vikings. Olden three start hasn't been pretty, but uh, you know what? Again, we roll. All right. So now let's talk about our friends at Sleeper. The MLB playoffs are around the corner and the clock is ticking on your chance to win a hundred times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. Baseball has never been more exciting than it is now. And especially, especially if you're a Twins fan watching the AL West race to get a feel for who the Twins will face in the first series. But you got all kinds of studs, Uh, Ronald Lacuna Jr., Mookie Betts. Guys, there's so many good players you can pick more or less on stats for those guys for Homers, hits, strikeouts, whatever you want for up to 100 times the payout on your cash. It's on Sleeper, though. Get your picks right, and you could win big. Do you think that, uh, you know, Corey Seager is going to have a big game uh, this week when it comes down to crunch time? You know, you could certainly hope so. It might be a guy to pick. If you use the promo code, though, locked on, you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. Again, see Sleeper's terms of use for details, but use Promo code locked on, and you will get a $100 match on your first deposit. All right, we are going to take it home here with the seventh inning stretch. Twins A's, the final home series of the season. And it's going to be Bailey Ober and Paul Blackburn, a 641st pitch. If you want to listen to the hometown broadcast on SiriusXM, just download the app and search. Twins, so it's going to be Bailey Ober against Paul Blackburn, Pablo Lopez against Luis Medina, and Sonny Gray against Ken Waldachuk. So, if you're wondering who most of those guys are, like that's that's not unreasonable. We'll talk about those guys just a little bit so you can get a feel for what they're all about and all that good stuff. Um, but here's here's the list of pitchers the Twins are slated to face. Down the stretch, Paul Blackburn, Lewis Medina, and Waldachuk, Ty Black, Carl Kaufman, and Chase Anderson. I hear what you're saying. Who? I've heard of Chase Anderson. Paul Blackburn was an all star. But uh, the fact that the Twins are going to, again, have a chance to ride out the rest of the season with virtually no resistance, um, it doesn't mean the Twins are going to win all the games. I think they could. 89 and 73 would be a dang good record. Um, Not quite the 93 wins that I thought they would get to, but certainly can't complain. Um, Blackburn's made 20 appearances this year. 19 starts, 100 100 innings plus two-thirds, so 100 and two-thirds. Kind of hard to articulate that. Uh, He's had a decent enough season. Been worth 1.7. Fangraph's war, but just, um, you know, needs to stay healthy. He is not going to blow the ball past the twins, uh, 91.9 average fastball. He's been in that 89, 90, 91, 92 range for most of his career, but, um, he'll cut it. He'll sink it. Basically he throws a number of different fastballs and then off that the slider curve and change up. So you could say six pitch pitcher, but I don't know how much the slider and putter are different. Um, sometimes guys have those and they kind of blend together. Uh, But based on velo, slider averaging 80.9, cutter averaging 88.9, feel pretty confident in saying that those are two different pitchers. But um, that, to me, would be the toughest test of the series. Uh, Medina, young pitcher, 103, and two-thirds innings pitched, plenty of strikeouts, plenty of walks, few homers here or there. But he's going to bring the heat. 96 average fastball. He's a fastball sinker, change-up slider curve. Lots of sliders, though. Twins like sliders on uh, the pitching side of things. Not so sure they like them on the hitting side of things. But again, Medina throws hard. Young guy, uh, 24, born in 1999, which to me is still shocking that people born in 1999 are old enough to do anything, let alone pitch in the major leagues. But absolutely incredible. Uh, Again, I feel very old right now. And then Ken Waldachuk came over in a trade with the Yankees and he's been kind of a mess this year. Uh, been a bit of a swing man, 34 appearances, 21 starts, uh, some strikeouts, but lots of walks and lots of homers. And he throws from the left side. So we'll see that typical Donnie Solani hitting lead off or second um, Al Farmer hitting cleanup order that seems to get people in and uproar every single time. But I think you got to like the twins chances down the stretch. Um, roster resource has Kenta starting Friday against the Rockies, but I think they'll change that up and he's gonna work out of the bullpen. I'm almost positive I saw Doe Young Park tweet that. So we'll see what Friday looks like in Colorado. But again, that lines up as it looks right now. Pablo and Sonny are going in that order against Oakland. So if they keep them in that order, then Pablo starts game one, Sonny game two, which again would be my preference. Um now, let's take a quick look at how the A's have fared in September because um, they're they're an interesting team. They haven't hit much. Their pitching staff has been decent but not great. Uh, but it's easy to lose track of what a team looks like or what a team does uh, when they've lost 100-plus games. They've had some young players really come on. Infielder Zach Geloff has been incredible. Uh, Ryan Noda has been a revelation. A little bit of a weak month. Uh, Brent Rooker has really picked up things this month. Seven home runs, 955 OPS. Uh, Esteri Ruiz, 923 OPS. And he's still in 12 of the team's 23 bases. So they'll run on you if they get on base and they can hit for some power, uh, but a 291 on base percentage. So again, if you can keep them off base, you can pretty much neutralize um, what they bring to the table offensively. Um, especially if Ruiz is is on base, um, Waldachuk has actually had a pretty nice month. Thrown twenty two innings with a three two seven ERA, um, so we'll see if he can maintain that. Not a lot of strikeouts this month, but he has kept the ball in the park and he's not giving up very many hits. So he's had a pretty decent month. Medina's got a six six two ERA. Blackburn five o six. Both have made four appearances. So I think. I still believe Blackburn is going to be the biggest challenge, but between him and Medina, the twins should have a pretty decent chance of at least taking two of three. I would think, I mean, again, it would be ideal if the twins took six straight go into the postseason with 89 wins. I still don't think they're going to do anything in terms of resting away. The number two seed It's just too many uh, needle holes to thread and that short of a period. But again, Got to be enthused. Twins, division clinch. They've got six games to kind of figure some things out. Acclimate guys like Chris Paddock, Brock Stewart, hopefully Byron Buxton. We'll see about Nick Gordon. We'll see about Joey Gallo. Uh, Lots of things to get to, and we're going to touch on all of that this week. We'll have a postcast again with Sam Ekstrom after Tuesday night's series opener. Knock on wood, a win. But again, thanks for making us your first listen every day. All kinds of stuff coming up this week. Make sure you follow at Locked on Twins at Brandon underscore Warren. Subscribe, like, give us a five star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on, or give us that thumbs up on YouTube. We thank you so much for that. Otherwise, this is Brandon Warren signing off, saying thanks so much for hanging out. And you've been listening and watching Locked on Twins.